Midnight. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, they have turned that thing down. They must have. The overhead. Haven't they turned a level on that thing down? They must have. And because in the beginning it was tremendous. And either my hearing is going very rapidly or they've turned it down. So your doorbell rang. Well, I hear you better, mm-hmm. but I don't hear me. Mm-hmm. I hear me a little. Anyway, yeah, I'm in bed and I'm on the verge of falling asleep. And the doorbell rings. Now, I'm not too crazy about people coming to visit at midnight, okay? Really? Especially unannounced. Uh-huh. And I thought, this has to be a nightmare. This is the nightmare on Elm Street. And uh, then all of a sudden I hear like a knocking at the door. So I go and I look through my window, window mm-hmm. to see who the hell it is, and I see these four or five young guys out there. So I thought, either I died and I went to oh. heaven. Oh, my. Uh, you know who I'm talking about? Uh-huh. And I said, what can I do for you? Because I don't know who the hell they are. I can't, you know, make them out. It's dark. And, Neil. I said, yeah, this is Alan. Alan from Cooper City, the infamous Alan, home from Gainesville for the holidays. The wonder traffic was so bad this morning. At midnight. <laughs> so I opened the door, and he 
came in, and the other guys were like half standing inside and outside. I had my bathrobe on. And uh, he said, oh, well, you know, we're just uh, driving by, and uh, we mm-hmm. saw the light on, figured you were partying. <laughs> I said, yeah, see all the people uh, in the house, man? They're, having a, they're all invisible, yeah. but we're having this giant party. Yeah, that Alan's really changed. <laughs> well, to make a long story short, and he was, you know, and I said, come back sometime when I'm awake, okay? I mean, give me a call and uh, let me know. There were like four guys with him, okay? And the interesting part of it is two of them were better looking than he is. But anyway... Uh, so this morning I go out to my car to come to work, and there is spit on my Corvette. Usually I put it in the garage, okay? But last night I didn't. There's spit on the front mm-hmm. and on the back. Does it do? You, uh, does this tell you anything? I mean, is there any? Is there a connection? So I guess I was supposed to let them in, huh? Is that the idea? That's I was supposed idea. to put my clothes on mm-hmm. and let them in and have a big party or right, something until right, about exactly. five this morning. That's I guess. correct. Big party. So you're wrong. No, people don't change. Mm-hmm. And uh, evidently, I he's a classic, a... Uh, facetious, I know, a facetious. classic example of that, okay? Yeah. So, Alan, we'll see you one of these years, okay? But uh, they're messing you up in Gainesville, baby. <laughs> he's living proof that somebody that looks great, um, yeah. it doesn't prove a thing, okay? Doesn't prove a Trust thing. me. That's right. Anyway, we got to take a break already, right, Roger? Boy, we're really, uh, this show is flying by, and I want to thank uh, Uncle Mike for, well, I, he didn't have a choice. We'd just been stealing him left and right, all these pickles, but he had so many of them. <laughs> These Don Herman pickles from Ohio, mm-hmm. the kosher dills with, from the Circle U Ranch, man, they are good. <laughs> they are incredible. And I know that probably Linda will be calling and saying, Ah, but they're not in your diet. <laughs> you know, listen, it's great and all of that, but a little pickle here and there never hurt anybody, okay? It's 11 after 10. The media is sick and needs help badly. It's 1014 at WIOD, the Neil Rogers Show. It's a Wednesday, and man, I'm telling you, this is a lot too cold for some of us. Okay? Yeah. When it gets under 70, I get real nervous, okay? Well, when it goes into the 40s, it's like a major news story in this town. Yeah. Gigantic. Well, it sure was on the local news, man. I had mm-hmm. nothing else to talk about. You had Don No on in the first story, which... Really? What does that tell you? How about Brian Norcross? Listen, I... Um... Well, before we get into that, I just want to mention I have my other $500 check... Or Camilla's house right in my hand here. Harry Fox came in yesterday mm-hmm. and uh, was going to bring 500. He gave us 1,000. Amazing. And so I had to bring another 500 to match him, and uh, here it is. So that's two grand between the two of us. And it would be kind of interesting to see some of the other uh, radio personalities coming up with some uh, serious bucks for Camilla's house. There's some people in this town make some big bucks. Mm-hmm. Right? That's what they say. And I see the city and their um, omnipotence, man. They open up Miami Stadium mm-hmm. for the people because it was so cold last night. The only problem is that most of them are downtown. They're three and a half miles away, and they couldn't get there. So there were about a half a dozen people inside the stadium, and the rest of the homeless were out there in the streets freezing their tushies off last night, Boy. okay? But at least they're beginning to recognize uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. That's correct. Um, I brought the star in this morning just in case, you know, like just in case we need it. Mm-hmm. And there's a picture of Lisa Bonet on the cover. And she does have a ring in her nose. You're absolutely correct. I told you that. I can't you think I made that up? It. No. She has a ring on her nose and bells on her toes, man. She's like something out of, um, I don't know what, out of outer space. Now look at this headline. Guess what Madonna wants tattooed on her fanny? Just in case we need it later, we can uh, cover that. Does it say in there what she wants tattooed yes, on her fanny? Yes, it does, and has a picture. I'll tell you one thing. I wouldn't want to be anywhere near her <laughs> fanny or any other part of her, man. She is the grubbiest, the most, the scroungiest thing. 
We do have a Channel 10 report, though. The rumor is that uh, Terry Merriman still has her hair. Yeah. They've just got it all hidden somewhere. <laughs> now, they have messed... They keep doing that, man. They keep messing with these women's hair in their news. They don't mess with Ann's hair. No. Because she'll knock them flat if they mess with Ann, okay? <laughs> or Dwight. But is it is it really true that Walter Cronice is the one that's messing with the hair? Because, man, he's all thumbs, you know? He's just uh, shaking like a leaf. Well, it's a big question. Anyway, August Campbell with the I-95 asshole record is yeah. um, going to give us, he's got about 50 copies of the record left. And what he's going to do is bring him over here, uh, head sharing column. And then what we're going to do is kind of like auction him off for the Camillo's house mm. at about 50 bucks a piece, something like that. Great. Well, that's not going to happen today, mm -hmm. but it's going to happen sometime sure. in the next few days. Mm -hmm. So we thank August for doing that. We've put him back on the map. Plus, he was in that movie. What is the name of that movie? Uh, Dominic, Dominic and, and Pupik and, and uh, something uh, like somebody. Yeah, <laughs> these pickles, man, are so good. And we thank Uncle Mike for allowing us to steal them. He didn't really give them to anybody. Yeah, you got a can on the floor, a jar down on the floor, Roger. So you better get them fairly soon, otherwise some of us might just take them home. They're not on your diet. You know that kind of stuff. No, seriously, we were having our little thing yesterday, and I'm doing great. You know, uh -huh. and Fat Rich is doing tremendously yeah. well. And uh, we had our little weekly seminar in there, and then they were going through this thing about, well, now, those olives don't, uh, you know, the onions and the olives. Uh, you know, I don't want to make fun of anybody, but some of these people in the program, you know, some of the powers that be, would take it a little too seriously. Oh, you know what I'm I see, yeah. Like, I'm really going to check out how many olives are in my salad. Can't you see me sitting here trying to put them back together again so I can then count how many whole olives there were on a salad, okay? I'm doing great. Let's not get carried away, okay? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. It's just a dill pickle. I know, there's a lot of salt in there. a lot of salt. <laughs> okay, anyway. And then this morning, I'm sitting there, and um, I got kind of a late start. I can't imagine why, but I got kind of a late start, and it's about a quarter to nine, and I'm sitting there. I didn't even have the TV on. I'm just staring into space, because I usually leave about five to nine, and I hear... What? On the front door. And I wasn't really sure. I thought, now, maybe I'm hearing things again. Maybe it was that Alan experience, and I hear... <laughs> And so I go to the window again, and I look, and I don't see anybody there. And then just as I'm going to walk away from the window, I see Stem, the infamous mysterious Stem, was there coming back from school, stopping off to say good morning. And he's listening right now, yeah. just before he takes his 10-hour nap. <laughs> but, uh, boy, it's really been something. It's been an exciting busy. last uh, since yeah, I left here busy. last year. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. boy. Yeah, I can't believe All these it. wild young men coming to my doorstep, you know. That's <laughs> the popular rumor. Anyway, it's uh, 20 past 10, I don't think that anything happened. If it did, I forgot, you know, mm -hmm. but um, I, I think, think he was just trying to give me his cold. Uh-huh. Well, I think they're allowed to come to your door. Are they? I don't... I'm not, not at sure. midnight. No, not at midnight. Well, no, that's ridiculous. But that, Alan, and then, you, that didn't bother me. I mean, you know, it was kind of weird, but that didn't bother me. But then this morning, when I get up and I see that he spit, yeah. and it could have been one of his friends, but knowing him as well as I do, it had to be him. He okay? encouraged it. If, no, he uh, did it. And he did it. Because I inspected the saliva very closely. <laughs> that's typical and, of him. Uh, trust well, me. Well, how come you didn't open up your house and turn now, on all the lights? Spencer and... is washing and waxing the vet right now, Correct. so it's not going to really make a big you know, deal one way or the other. But it's just the idea to spit out... It w if it was like some pedestrian car, that would be one thing. But on my beautiful new vet, I don't... Uh, pre and by the way, you know, Sonny was in here yesterday telling me about... Uh, Sonny Fox, that is, about his vet is better than mine is, his black Corvette, because he's got the fancy wheels. How's your Ferrari, Sonny? <laughs> 
See, I blew an opportunity to really, but uh, no, he's a good guy. That Bring was a, a uh, let me mention, that was a rhetorical question. He does not have to call to respond to that That is question. correct. You don't have to call to respond, Sonny. <laughs> I we appreciate to... the thousand bucks, and I brought my other 500. Here it is. You're a witness, <laughs> but please, give it a rest. I, we have to He could be as out. chronic as Don Cox yes. if he doesn't watch himself. 1024 yeah, 10 WYOD. Now, listen, I want to tell you, give you a little word of warning, okay? Between now and um, January 2nd, the pigs out there are going to be going ape, all oh. right? In fact, Roger left me this thing from the paper mm-hmm. about the new goals being out. This is the story Michael Putney mm-hmm. had the other day on Channel 4 that, yeah. about the uh, Dade FHP pig troopers who, are to, who used to have, to have... Let me try it again. They had a quota mm-hmm. of .84497 tickets per patrol hour. Now it's up to 1.00442. How do you give 1.00442 tickets an hour? <laughs> In other words, if you're going just a little over the speed limit, well, I'm going to give you .0042. I'll give a full ticket to the other guy. You know, it evens out. But anyway, the pigs are going nuts, and even though they lie like crazy about not having a quota, they have goals, goals and incentives. That's correct. They make them an offer they can't refuse. <laughs> so anyway, uh, you know, the holiday times is when they real nail, it, nail everybody like crazy. You know, they're in the holiday spirit. They want you to have a good time. <laughs> so if you're going, you remember when they were doing it for like, Two miles over the speed limit? Absolutely. That wasn't that long ago. I think that was two years ago. Uh-huh. Yeah. And they were saying, uh, and of course it was great for tourism, <laughs> you know, because it was all over the country on CNN, things like that. Yeah. And that if you go to Florida and you're going 57, man, they're going to nail your ass and give you a ticket. They're more interested in giving out a lot of little tickets. Yeah. They're little than, than big infractions. Mm-hmm. They like to give out a lot of Yeah, the people out there who are drunk out of their minds, the ones who are going 120 and all of that crap, they're not, or the ones who are going 10 miles an hour on the interstate, they don't worry about that. It only that. counts as one ticket. Yeah. <laughs> if they're going 120, it's still Sometimes they don't even count as point zero zero four seven. <laughs> so they really give a lot. So that's just a little word of warning, and if you want to get your ass nailed, that's up to you, but uh, some of us would prefer not to. It's 1025 WIOD, and we're going to take some calls, shall we? Really? And I'm going to say this. Well, I'm not going to say it. We'll just do it as we go along. But uh, unfortunately, uh, because it's that time of the year and some of the pinheads are on break and all of that, I don't want to mention Alan's name, (laughs) but um, you notice the last few days there have been a little more of the crankiness out there, you know what I'm talking about? I'm going to dump them all. Because uh-huh. I'm getting really tired. I mean, if it's something good, then I like to leave it on. But just a general run-of-the-mill, you know, mm-hmm. the usual, uh, that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. that's not too creative. You know, it's not very exciting or interesting. And not only that, they get off on hearing it. Oh, you know, yeah. They run back to the radio, mm-hmm. and they turn it up, and they start doing amazing things. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's see what we got on the board here besides a little um, disaster. we got a couple of lines open in Dave. In fact, we already had somebody hang up, I think, right? Good. Good, man. I love to make them wait. Because so many years in this town, they've made me wait, like forever. And so I like to make them wait until hell freezes over. And it feels like it could this morning. 751-WIOD and Dade. There are two open lines there, believe it or not. And that Palm Beach line, that famous line 8, of course, is no, open. No. It's at 655-WIOD. Huh. And it would be kind of interesting if some of the other radio celebrities in town would yeah. put their money where their mouths are. Yeah. Since Fox came up with a thousand yesterday, and I've uh-huh. donated a thousand, uh, and I'm not saying that they got to give a thousand because that's asking a lot. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's you know tax deductible and it's for charity and a great cause, but but even a hundred or two would be sure. great. Sure, oh, of course. Deerfield Beach. Good morning, Neil. You're a pisser. Uh, let me ask you this. Uh, what, what is that? What does that mean, sir? That means you're a, you're a trip. Yeah. What do you think about the uh, the ten old farts that uh, hit the lottery? What about them? 
You think uh, it would be a nice gesture on their part if they uh, donated some of their funds to the Camillus House? It would be wonderful if they would donate uh, like 1% of the $28 million. That would be uh, 28000 I think, if my arithmetic is, is correct. Uh, I believe so. But the problem is, see, they probably don't spend the money they have as it is. Yeah. So uh, it's a shame that, you know, some... Uh... Somebody living and breathing. No, they never win the lottery. That's another reason it's a sucker bet. If you're living and breathing or if you live in an area that's, uh, you know heavily populated, you're probably not going to win. It's always somebody in Ochapi or Delray Beach or some Neanderthal place like that. And, uh, you know, people who are going to just plant it in the ground are the ones who are winning it. Well, I'm going to go ahead and issue a challenge to them if uh, they're listening to go ahead and donate some of that to a good cause, and uh, maybe somebody else can follow up on this. Okay, sir. Excellent idea. Good day. Don't hold your breath, but an excellent idea. Right. Thank you very much. 28 past 10 at WIOD. And we have a call on line one that is going to make you do a tap dance in oh the chair. Oh, boy. Hello. And he hung up. He, he hung up. He? It says Alan Dresner on one. Now, why I put him he... on ahead of everybody else. Why he was he about fifth up? in line, and he hangs up the phone. Not only does he spit on my Corvette, but he hangs up the phone. Now, what's it going to take? <laughs> to, to get you over this out. guy. <laughs> to get me what? Get you over this guy. What do you mean to get me over him? What does that mean? Are I you... wasn't... In other words, he was heavily on my mind. Is that what I you're saying? I don't know. I don't know. He yeah. came to the door like some long-lost best friend. Exactly. Expecting there to be a wild party on a Tuesday night at midnight. For him. For him. For, and if, if there wasn't one, expecting me to start one, I guess. Welcome home. No, not welcome home. Go back where you came from. I'm sure in Gainesville, man, they're having wild times. <laughs> Now, if he called, did he call back? He didn't call back. I think he should hang on if he calls. I back. mean, he couldn't have been on there more than a couple of minutes, right? Because I just saw his name, and I thought, well, let's put it on and get the real story behind the story. And I go and I punch it up, and uh, he's gone. Waste of time. Got to be ashamed of yourself, Alan. You need a serious lobotomy. We're going to send him on an all expenses paid trip to San Diego. And you know the the frightening part is that when he came in the house, and he stood there, we were chatting for about five minutes, and he seemed. A little more mature. No. Yeah, and he let his hair grow out a little bit. He wasn't a skinhead, and he, you know, looked a little bit different. And I thought, well, maybe he's growing up a little bit, okay? Because everybody else is always ripping him, including you. And, I, you know, I like to give him the benefit of the doubt, because I only That's wish. what I say. I when only it, pray. When are we going to ever get to the point where you don't and, give him the benefit um, of the doubt? Well, I think we've reached that point. Not Have that he hung finally? up on us. He hung up on us. Well, finally. Alan, you are becoming a definitive douchebag, and I've defended you for the last, what is it, year and a half at least? Becoming. At least. Becoming. In fact, do we ever have anybody who calls who says anything positive about our Alan? Guy no. And, um, and now he hangs up on us. Well, maybe something important came up. <laughs> like breakfast. Okay, here's Wee Wee in Wilton Manor on line five. Hello. Hi, fellas. Oh, my God. How this you must doing? be Pee-Pee's brother from Pembroke Pines. How are you doing today? Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry you had to dump my car last time. Remember I was cooking dinner for Pee-Pee in Pembroke Pines? I sure do, yeah. <laughs> well, he didn't like the dinner, so he ended up dumping me. I don't blame him. Does Sunny Fox really have a Corvette? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see it myself, but well, uh, that's the popular rumor, yeah. Black, I think. A black one. Now, listen, we're going to send Alan over to your house. I think that would be that would be perfect punishment for him. If anybody could punish him, you could do it. Well, if Sonny Fox is listening, just tell him I got a case of Grandma Boons out by the stable. 
And I'd like to go horsey back riding with him. Wait, I'll right. bet you would. Okay, we we have a wonderful life. 1031 at W-E-O-D. And uh, let's go. Now, what are you getting agitated no, about? I'm not agitated. Did I tell you we had a lot of wonderful calls standing by? <laughs> we have an open line in the date at 751-W-I-O-D, where Alan hung up a little while ago. And also in Broward at 524-W-I-O-D. I can't believe that. Can you? Yes. I am just uh, almost you are. speechless. No, I believe Flabbergasted. Sounds like it's right on target to me, right on uh, schedule here. Maybe it wasn't really him. Maybe it was just an <laughs> imposter. Boy. Huh? Are you ever going to learn? No. Ever? No, nobody that looks Hopefully. that good. Anyway, Mobile, hello. Yes. Yes. like to speak to Neil, please? Speaking, sir. Neil, a reference to your comment on High Patrol. I'm out on 95 now. Just had occasion to pass two different High Patrol troopers, and, a, and two cars are on the side of the road, broken down. People in there, and the high patrol too busy running around doing radar and chasing people for speeding. That is to, correct. Than to assist people, and that's the disgusting part of it all, because that's part of the service they're supposed to provide that our tax. Well, don't hold for. your breath, sir. Don't hold your breath. You got that right. Yep. Thank you, sir. Okay. Good luck to you, sir. Don't break down. Okay. Okay. Be careful. Now they're out there uh, harassing the public. That's but you know we pay their salaries. I've said that for years. These mm -hmm. pigs are out there harassing the hell out of us and waiting, hiding behind bushes, <laughs> playing all these clandestine games to desperately try to meet their quotas, which they you know most of them lie about, deny that they got in the first place. And then in the meantime, like he says, if you break down out there, mm -hmm. don't hold your breath waiting for one of them to stop. I've seen women, uh, you know, broken down on the road, like with a flat tire or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you're going along, and you see, maybe you're in the left lane on the expressway, and you see a trooper come along. And you think, well, they're going to stop and help him, right? No chance. I'm not saying it never happens, but uh, not all that often, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, open line in Broward, 524-9463. 524-WIOD. It's 1033, and it took 20 seconds to pick me. Give my regards to Neil Rogers. Tell him that I've never heard a smuttier program in my life. Now, is yesterday the day or today? Yes, yesterday. yesterday was a big day for Rabbi Sam on the Lee Fowler that's Show. correct. Okay, that's why Lee's going into hiding. I guess we'll have to wait till next year. Oh, now look at that. There he is right on the headlines on the TV thing. What does it say? Something brings Lewis and Silver to Wise Guy. Is that Rabbi Sam? <laughs> yeah, of course. Miami, hello. Hello. Hey, Neil. A female voice. Uh, did you hear about Honey Fox's TV show? He doesn't have a... Well, it's just a simulcast of his radio show, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, nobody watches it. What about it? Um, it's dumb. It's dumb. Yeah. I, I like that. I was looking through and I saw it. Mm-hmm. Now, who is... What, what is your name? Alex. Alex? See, yeah. this is not a lady caller. It's a young man. Sometimes <laughs> young men sound a little, uh, you know what I'm saying? Correct. I apologize for that, Alex. It's okay. But don't ever call us again. <laughs> Ten thirty-nine, twenty-one before eleven at WIOD. We've got to leave that line open for Alan in case he gets the. <laughs> no, seriously, in case he develops the courage, the uh, guts to call us back and you know tell everybody he can either deny or admit that he spit on my car. <laughs> right? Because I don't want. It could have been anybody else. I mean, I can't, we can't investigate it. Because Spencer's already washed it off of there. Oh, it was one of the four, right? See, I could have taken like a specimen. I could have taken a uh, little glass. What do they call those glass things that they put? Or a culture? A culture, exactly. <laughs> well, Alan's got a lot of culture. Yeah. I don't want to do a whole show on him, but I might. Because I was frosted, man. You know how cold it was last night? Yeah. That's what... I would have thought it would have almost frozen on yeah. there. And some of it had dried, but, you know, when it dries on there, it also, like... Leaves a mark. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. But there was some of it that was still fresh. Well, I'm trying to think. And I, after I tasted it, I knew it was Alan. There was no question in my mind. The type of person that would spit on a vet, you know, what? on anybody's car, they have to be out of his mind. On anybody's But again, car. we can't prove conclusively that was him. The only way we can clear that up is for him to call in and let us find out one way or the other, right? I would be upset. Very confused child. Very confused. Plantation, hello. <laughs> wow. That's great. I mean, that, that, that little beep uh, made my morning. <coughs> a little beep? Is there a little beep when There's we punch up the every phone? Time you pick up the phone, it goes beep. Hey, that's great. Then how come these dummies always say, um, can I speak to Neil? I mean, when they hear the beep, shouldn't that be an indication it that there's be. something going on? Yes, it should be, but, you know, some of your audience is just not altogether with it these mm. days. You know? Could have fooled me. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Listen, I had a radio accident the other day. Oh, a, a real radio accident. I, I got WINZ. Ooh, on a Sunday. You're the guy, huh? Yeah, yeah, I was the guy. I even marked it down in my book. I got news for you, man. They're like uh, history. They're like uh, in intensive care history. and have one last gasp left. History ain't the word. <laughs> but, but Ira, Ira, one of the last vestiges of talk over there, Yeah. started mm -hmm. ripping IOD. Did he really? He really... Boy, talk about desperate. God, he wants to play. It sounds like Rip, ripping ripping IOD for what? Well, for their sports coverage, and <laughs> now don't sir, don't get emotional about this. Come on, it's not that exciting. I mean, the Ira Everett show never never got that much emotion before. I know, but but I, I was listening to him. My mouth hit the, hit the steering wheel, or my chin hit the steering wheel. Uh, he's hitting you for the sports coverage. He uh, he was really ripping the heck out of Uncle Steve. Was he really? Yeah, and, and he didn't have very very nice things to say about you either because it's shock radio. Oh, isn't that great? Now, it's that... amazing when I was over there how he was always, you know, peeing all over my leg. That's amazing. But now that I'm here... Now that you're... The, uh, well, yeah. See, I'm I know here. the same could be said of me and Steve, but there was a natural rivalry that goes back to when we were at W Snooze together uh, when we didn't get along well, and that, that was an ongoing thing. But, uh -huh. but, I mean, talk about doing a quick turnaround. Here's a guy who does a weekend show who now wants to uh, become, a, as you say, a player. Yeah, well, that's it. Sounds like he's going. Well, we're really the official uh, Super Bowl station, and IOD. No, no, they're not the official Super. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What? The only, the only reason <laughs> that he can say that is because CBS has the Super Bowl. So because they're the affiliate, mm -hmm. they're going to have the game. Mm -hmm. But WIOD was designated as the official Super Bowl station. No, okay, that, that's not what Ira said. Well, Ira can stick it in his butt. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's I, I, I had the uh, same feeling. And not only that, <laughs> Ira, Ira is uh, you know wishes he were in the business. Ira is so far out of the business that it's just a, a joke, okay? Yeah, well... Uh, not only that, the, you know, all of this other crap is window dressing. The bottom line is the trend came out yesterday. This station has a 4.6. They got a 2.8 or something like that. Those are pretty close to whatever mm -hmm. the numbers are. And their demographics are ancient, okay? Well, you know what they're trying to do. I mean, they need... And not only that, in the morning drive, they took a dive. They went from a 4.6 to a 3, and Ranieri's got a 6.1. He's got more than double their audience, and most of his people are still alive. What do you expect from people who want to just do the news? Yeah, well, I mean, you listen. Know, you have, you hey, have... listen, the format died about four years ago, all news in this market, and they're trying to resurrect it, which just ain't going to work. I mean, even Jesus himself couldn't, you know, come back to life at that place. And, and on the FM, you know, they, again, continue... Oh, well, we've made the right thing. We've turned the corner, and we had that Neil on, and his audience didn't listen to the rest of the station. Well, uh, we're gone now, man, and the last trend shows, nobody's listening no. to the rest of the station anyway, <laughs> with or without us, okay? No. So at least they had a morning show, and they had some great demographics, and we were number one in a lot of categories. Now they're going to be consistent all day long, man. They're going to have that classic crock. 
Well, was it your fault that nobody wanted to listen the rest of the day? In, in their minds, yes. yes. Oh, in that's, their yeah, minds. I know that comes as a shock to you, sir, but I, in their uh, yes. warped minds, it, yes. It, that does come as a shock. Because if we could have only been more positive, if we could only said... Uh, hey, uh, we're going to wave a magic wand and force you people to listen to stuff that you don't like and that nobody wants to hear anymore, you know? Yeah, because I remember when you led in, when, when you were the lead in for Stan. I mean, Stan had very good numbers in the afternoon. See, I don't want to hear Bob Dylan, before. okay? In other words, I don't want to relive the 60s. I don't want to hear Bob Dylan. Yeah. Uh, if I want to relive the 60s, <laughs> I just as soon listen to a lot of the stuff they're playing on Magic, which is doing very well, by the way, mm-hmm. and hear Motown and a lot of the stuff that I enjoyed in the Beach Boys. I don't want to hear Bob Dylan. And I don't want to hear uh, Sweet Judy Blue Eyes 50 times. I mean, I like the record, but I don't want to hear it 50 times in the same week. Yeah, how about The Doors? And uh-huh. The Doors. And I like The Doors, man. I got every record that, the, you know, when Jim Morrison was alive, I got every Doors record that they ever made. But again, they play them so much that you get to the point where you get sick. They just burn you out. Yeah, well, I haven't turned on Zeta or INZ in a long day, except for last Sunday, and I was sorry I did. Um... One other question. Yeah, but we wouldn't have had this exciting conversation yes, without it. that's absolutely true. Well, I hope you've learned something, sir. I have. I'm not <laughs> going to push that middle button anymore. There you go. Did Uncle Stan have his kid yet? Yes, they did. It was a baby boy, yeah. and it's healthy and wonderful, and thank God it looks like Lori, I think. Oh, good, good. That's that's great. Okay. Okay, have a good one. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 1045 at WIOD. There's one of our IOD spies. We have an open line in Broward where we just hung up if you move very fast. <laughs> At 524-WIOD. Now, it's ringing already. We got the Boca line. How, do, how about that one? I what? feel like an auctioneer. 278-WIOD. Mm-hmm. You heard me. Mm-hmm. You heard mm-hmm. what I said. I couldn't believe it. But yeah. Can you imagine that douchebag Ira Everett? Now, he's going to be, he's going to play the game, you know, and he's going to start ripping and all of this. You know, Ira, get serious, oh, baby. I God, mean, you're, just, you're a nice oh, guy, but you're yeah. a talk host like I'm a brain surgeon, okay? These weekenders. I know. They're just Gosh. delusions of fantasy. Next thing you know, Ernie Sochin's going to be doing that kind of stuff. <laughs> Let's not go crazy. Okay. What's Ernie got this week, anyway? Isn't this week the one, um, um, the biggie? The biggie? He's got, I think, uh, Heinrich Himmler and Ava Brown in stereo. <laughs> oh, Tubby Boots. Thank you, Roger. He's got That's Tubby right. Boots. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And you know what Tubby Boots always says? What goes around comes around. <laughs> that Tubby. I know. <laughs> Pembroke Pines. Hello. Hello, Neil. Hi. Hi. Do you remember when you were growing up in Rochester, a program called Honey Bee? Honey Bee. Yeah, and the Busy Bees. The Busy Bees was on WBBF. Right. I, I've been thinking Joe about it. De- Joe Dean, Nick right. Nixon. Well, do you know who Honey Bee was? That's why I called Couldn't have been Alan Dresner. <laughs> that was what I thought. It was Jessica Savage. Are you serious? I just finished reading She's on... not feeling too well today, by the way. Who? Jessica. She's dead. I know. That's why she's not feeling too well. I was reading this wonderful book, and I thought I must call Neil and recommend it. In fact, Jessica said that she would have rather had Ted Kennedy drive her home, so that shows you how desperate she was. Well, it's called Almost Golden, and Mm -hmm. it's the whole story of her life, including the years that she was going to Ithaca College, and she used to go up to Rochester and work on this radio station, WBBS. Isn't that marvelous? Hmm. And well, I, you know, uh, there's a guy who's over, I think he's still over at Channel 33, because I did Hurricane Baseball on 33 a couple of years ago, and uh, his name is um, Jerry, is it Jerry, uh, now I can't think of his last name, he's the general manager at Channel 33, oh. and he used to be up in Rochester, he was on Channel 13, and I think he was on BBF, what Jerry is um, Carr, is that it? I'm looking in the back of the book under the um, index to see if there's a name, yeah, a last name. Well, anyway, you would enjoy this book so much. 
great. Neil, because it tells the story of the early days of television mm-hmm. when radio was, you know, it was blending from radio into television. Yeah. And the fantastic stories that go on in these radio and television stations, which, of course, you know about. But I really would like to recommend this book to you. It's called Almost Golden. Okay. And it's by somebody named Gwenda Blair. Gwenda, oh, yeah, I know And her. the reason I called you is when I read that uh, you were a young man probably listening to radio in Rochester. I certainly was. WRVM, which uh, is not on the air anymore. WRNY, which was the same station. Right. Well, WBBF, WHAM, WHEC, Eddie Meath from Canandaigua, New York, who's been dead for many years, by the way. Yeah. Well, don't you remember this girl named Honeybee? Mort Nussbaum, Nick Nixon, Joe Dean. No, I don't. I already told you that. Yeah, well, Joe Dean is mentioned very often in the Well, that's great. I'm sure that the bird is excited about that. Okay, (laughs) I'll I'll check it out, see if I can't get a copy. It's in the public library at the uh, Broward Community College. Okay. Well, listen, I've got a lot of friends at BCC, and I'm sure that maybe Alan will go by and get me a copy. (laughs) All right, I'm taking it back today. By the way, if Alan Dresner comes to your door with a bunch of friends, tell him, forget it. He'll never find me. Okay. Have have a good one. Thanks. Me either, and I'm so grateful for that. I'm going, to, I'm going to embarrass him into calling back because I can't believe that he was... I'm sure it must have been him on the line because I knew he was going to call today now that he's back from Gainesville. Mm, of course. And uh, he hung up. I, can't, I still can't get over that. And you heard what Neil said, I guess Roger. I should have invited him in last night. <laughs> it's 11... Introducing Butch Beer, the first beer brewed for women by women. When you grab a Butch Beer, you're taking hold of the Billie Jean King of Beer. Fire brewed from the gushing waters of French Lake, Indiana. With Butch Beer, you've got a beer that goes down easy. Taste it, you'll know why it's our personal best. Go grab a Butch Beer and get a limit. Go grab a Butch Beer at every privilege. Go grab a Butch Beer, it goes down quicker. Go grab a Butch as good as any liquor. Butch Beer. Let everyone know you're more than just a woman. You're a gal who can take it like a man. Snatch a 12-pack off the shelf today and crack open a butch. Just ask any woman. On the whole, it's as good as any liquor. Go grab a butch beer that tastes your favor. Go grab a butch beer, it's good a flavor. Go grab a butch beer, it's so damn quicker. Go grab a butch as good as any liquor. Butch beer. Strong enough for a man, but who needs one? Go for the gusto with a strapping belt of Butch Beer. Sure, it costs a lot, but don't dicker on the price. Butch Beer. Come and find the Butch flavor lickety split. Go grab a Butch Beer and get an image. Go grab a Butch Beer and every privilege. Go grab a Butch Beer. It goes down quicker. Go grab a Butch as good as any liquor. Butch Beer, brewed by Anheuser-Busch, French Lake, Indiana. A division of Taiwan Industries, Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania. The next time you're eating out, order a Butch. 11.17 at WIOD. Now, is this the MS here on two? It says Alan's friend, Mike. Hello. <laughs> that was Mike, all right. <laughs> I wish it was a big green one, big guy. A big snotty loogie. I'll, I'll bet just you put it right on your windshield. Thanks a lot, Alan. Bye. <laughs> okay, we have an open line in date at 751-9463. That's 751-WIOD. That was not Alan's friend, Mike. No. That was Mike's friend, Alan. <laughs> West Palm Beach, hello. Hi, Neil. How you doing? How are you? Great. I called you the other day about my wife. 
listening to uh, that rap crap. Oh, now this is like the third call on this, man. Talk about getting chronic. No, I, I, that's not the reason Chronic, I was sir. Chronic alert. I know, I know, I know. That's not the reason I was calling. And I when you called the second time, you said the same thing. I called you the other day about my yeah, wife yeah, listening yeah, to yeah. that rap crap. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what I said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder if you could do me one favor. No, not a chance. We have an open line in Palm Beach, 655-WIOD. Will some of you chronics give it a rest for crying out loud? We're trying to keep these lines open so Alan can call in. <laughs> North <laughs> There was somebody on there, but they disappeared again because we knew that was they knew it was ending, and we were coming back, and they wanted to make way for you know who. Seven five one W I O D man, we're just uh, really desperately probing the outer limits today to see if we can't get that because I'm sure there's a good explanation for it. Right? It must have been that kid Mike that spit all over my vet. Miramar, hello. Hi Neil. How you doing? Well Neil, did you guys get into a little spat or something? Why would he spit on your car? No, because I didn't throw a party for them, don't you understand? Oh, so he came, left upset. Came, yeah. Well, no, I didn't think that they were upset, but again, you got to understand, mm, mm, 29 past 11 mm, at WIOD. Mm, like I told you, man, they're all going to get clipped today, every single uh, one of them. This has been quite a day here. Yeah, it sure has been. Uh, we have an open line, and no, we don't. Look at that. They're both... Uh, I'm going to punch up that three again, just in case. Hello. Neil? Yeah. You know that woman that called in before? Yeah. May her enemies get cramps in their legs as they dance on her grave. Okay, sir. And may the good snooze be yours. That was good. I like that. That was excellent. Short, right to the point. 
quite a group. She don't get the message. I don't want to talk to her, okay? And here she goes, oh, no, I don't dislike you or your show. I No, no, I don't. But I don't blame anybody for spitting on your car because, yeah. Aren't you nice, lady? Can we talk about the fact we don't have a lot of women at call? The fact is, I'm not so sure I want to hear from them anyway. Well. Because I always used to be, some time ago, I felt that when you heard a female voice, it was like a little safer, you know? You could kind of like... Let your guard down. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Not anymore. No, you remember no. that one morning that we had like two almost in a row? Those two famous ones? Yeah. <laughs> almost back to back. I mean, you talk about potty mouth. And yeah. then, of course, there's always Susan Martin. <laughs> At least she doesn't call. No. But, boy, if you could see some of the expletives in those letters. Oh, my God. But, of course, uh, you know, each one is a good indication of Susan's IQ. So you keep writing, Steve, all those Lonely Hearts letters, Susan. I'm sure that... Uh, He'll really, uh, well, she's really not get listening. into it. You know that. Oh, that's true. Well, she may be on the pot. <laughs> it's only when she's on the pot that she's listening. Mobile in Broward. Hello. Hey, Neil. What's happening? Oh, it's. I don't know what's happening. If you find the answer, sir, you let us know. I'll, I'm looking it up now in the okay. thesaurus or something. I don't know. Oh, you got Don Webb's thesaurus today. Good. Yeah. I'm looking up for, uh, uh, you know, trying to find out what Steve Kane's show is going to be about today. I heard he's going to have, like, one-legged lesbian nuns on or something like that. Yeah, that's in the second hour. <laughs> second hour? Because, <laughs> uh, you know, it, it's getting real, real terminal with those rabbis and the... Well, he's, he legs. wants more. He's got open phones today, sir. He wants more open phones, but Spike, you know, that's Spike. we got to do something with him. Well, what's with the spike guy i mean what, what's his problem with that, his, that's with a good guess? question we're trying to figure that out well he's just uh, one of these over manipulative uh pd type guys who just feels he's got to stick his finger in the uh, broth you know he's and right. i hope he burns it so now, he's steve. a good guy he's just over involved mm-hmm. just leave steve alone i can't figure out what the, what this bimbo with the uh you know people should spit on your car deal what's her problem is there any way you guys can trace those calls? Like, uh, we can trace the spit, though. We can trace the spit. Well, you know, I, see, I don't like to threaten to do that because then it, it, it sounds kind of juvenile. But the thing of it is when you get, when you've been cranked enough and it's obvious that basically it's the same, you know, two, three, four morons, mm-hmm. uh, Southern Bell Security puts a thing on it and, it, you know, there's no way for them to know it. And then at that point they got some real problems. We've already done that in the past and uh, it creates some serious problems. In fact, one of the guys that we got two years ago in INZ, remember KB? Yeah. Ooh. You know who I'm talking about? Baby. The chip off the old yes, you-know-what? I do. And uh, he, he called again a couple of days ago. I know it was him. Hmm. And they, they really nailed him to the wall. You know, in fact, uh, he's been cranking all kinds of people. But uh, some of these people are just compulsive. Yeah. The question is, what would young Neil have said to this lady? Oh, you're not trying to uh, give me a hint, are you? I would never. I mean, Neil, okay. I would never do that. But I'm just really curious, you know, what would young Neil say to that? I know. What's you know? That? Great call. Great call. Best, Best of, the of the day so far. <laughs> Have a great day, pal. Good day. 1132 at WIOD. Wow. Tony who knows Alan. It's, uh, uh-huh. Well, I like this representative of his friends today. <laughs> I think it's very, very good. Oh, God. See, I'm I'm sorry that I ever even started with Alan. You know, well, I should never even finally, mention that story. I can't believe you fi- Oh, that you ever told a story. Yeah. Oh. Because that's what started. If I would have just not told the story, I wouldn't have been joking around like this. But I thought... And then when I saw his name on the thing, you know, but it wasn't him. These are just more of his Cooper City malcontents, more that crowd, you know. Anyway, uh, speaking of the pot, didn't I?